Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. Well, today is Erev Sukkis, which means we now prepare to enter the next stage, the next phase, if you will, of the month of Tishrei. Uh, I hope you all appreciate that Sukkis in no way whatsoever constitutes a new start. It is not a disruption in any way from all that has been happening throughout the month of Tishrei. Quite to the contrary, it really is a natural continuation and perhaps to a certain extent a culmination of all of those moments of focus and hopefully intense uh, emotional experience as we have had over the past month and a half, but particularly over the last 10 days throughout the Yasser Mechuva. And now it takes form in a different way as we enter the Yom Tov of Sukkot and literally spend time within our Sukkot. Why are we talking about Sukkot here? After all, this is praying on purpose. I believe that Sukkot in general, but really the structure of the Sukkot in particular, the experience of sitting in the Sukkah can serve in many ways to inspire and inform what davening should be like all throughout the year. So I'm going to attempt over the next few minutes uh, to make a case uh, for uh, such an argument. There is, of course, a famous debate that is recorded in Masecha Sukkah Daf Yud Aleph between the great Tanoim, Rebbe Liezer and Rebbe Kiva, as to what exactly is the Sukkah supposed to remind us of. The Torah tells us that we sit in the Sukkah, Sulman Yedudor Sechem, why? In order that all generations should know, that when we left Mitzrayim, we sat in Sukkos. What exactly does that mean? So the Gemara tells us that Rabbi Kiva says that means exactly what it sounds like. Sukkos Mamish, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu provided us with the resources, the materials, the wherewithal to be able to sit in Sukkos. Whether they were wood Sukkos or canvas Sukkos or fiberglass Sukkos, that doesn't really matter. But the idea is that when we sat, it, when we were in the Midbar, of course we were exposed to the elements uh, it could have been particularly difficult during the day to sit in the sweltering heat, perhaps cold at night, not to mention other uh, threats of sorts that are very common in a desert uh, environment. And so therefore, we were assisted by HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be able to sit in the sukkahs. And so therefore, we remind ourselves each and every year as we sit in the sukkah that HaKadosh Baruch Hu enabled us to sit in sukkahs. However, the Gemara tells us that Rebbe Liezer disagrees. Rebbe Liezer says that actually the sukkah is to remind us of the Anania Kavod sometimes translated as the clouds of glory. The Torah describes that throughout our travails in the Midbar, we had clouds that protected us, that led us, that provided us with this constant sense of divine protection, and the Sukkos are supposed to remind us of the Anani Yechavod. So Rav Nisim Alpert, as recorded in the Sefer Lemudin Nisan, asks a very basic question, and it's really something that we should all be thinking about as we prepare to sit in the Sukkah, and that is, he says, I understand completely how, according to Rabbi Kiva, when we sit in our sukkah, it reminds us of a sukkah. I mean, that that should be fairly obvious. Sukkah reminds us of a sukkah. And so therefore, it's very easy, according to Rabbi Kiva. You sit in your sukkah, and what do you think of? You think of a sukkah. Makes perfect sense. However, according to the opinion of Rabbi Liezer, that the sukkos are a zeichafran, a nani akavod, in, way whatso- in what way whatsoever does our sukkah remind us of clouds of glory? Uh, there, there's nothing about our sukkah that resembles clouds. Uh, whatever the Ananiya covered were, and it's really hard to know exactly what they were and what that felt like, what the experience like, it's really hard to understand how sitting in what can sometimes be a very uh, a very uh, small uh, area, one which technically, at least according to the, to the letter of the law, can be so small that I'm like sitting there, uh, crouched over, you know, in a, in a sukkah that's uh, seven by seven tfachim, yud tfachim high. I, I mean, it could be really, really small. How is this going to be reminding me of the Ananiya Kavod? And even for those of us who are able, Baruch Hashem, to sit in larger sukkahs, but what about the sukkah reminds us of the Ananiya Kavod? So Rav Alpert gives a very, very fascinating, insightful answer. He says, the truth in the matter is 
there is nothing in this world. There is nothing that could remind us of the Ananiya Kavod, or could rather could really help us understand what the Ananiya Kavod was. Why? He says, because what, what does it mean when we say that Klai Yisrael had Ananiya Kavod in the Midbar? What it means is that they were constantly aware of the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was protecting them, that there was this constant awareness and understanding. They could literally look up, and there were reminders for them that we are not alone, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's got our backs, that while we find ourselves in a very hostile environment, that there are many threats that we face in the Midbar, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is protecting us. The concept of Hashkacha Pratis, Hashkacha Klalis, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is watching us. And so how do you create by putting together some raw materials, something that feels like that, that looks like that, he says, you can't. But the problem is, he says, as long as we are in our homes, when we are living in our firm, strong, supportive structures, so it's very, very difficult for us to really, really feel and to connect to this idea, namely, that we are dependent on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because I say, I don't, I, I don't need HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I got my walls. I got my secure roof. If it's raining outside, I'm not getting wet. If it's very cold outside, all I need to do is adjust my thermostat. I don't need to be concerned about, you know, threats from outside. I just turn on my alarm system when I go to sleep at night. And, I, and I'm, I'm safe. There are no animals inside. There are no bugs in my house. So I, I feel very, very comfortable and very protected in my home. So what the Torah tells us to do is that for seven days, we leave the firm, solid, protective, secure, safe structures of our homes. And we go into a, what Chazal call a diras aray, a temporary structure, one in which we feel more exposed, we feel more vulnerable. We look up and we perhaps literally see the stars. We feel the impact of, of the, the, the temperatures, whether it's cold or hot, there are bugs, hopefully there aren't too many uh, disruptions, but we feel, we feel more exposed, we feel more vulnerable, and hopefully it allows us to remind ourselves in that environment that we are, in fact, the beneficiaries constantly of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Hashgacha Pratis. As long as I'm in my house, it's difficult to feel that. It's difficult to, to see it and to experience. Of course, it's possible, but it's difficult. And so the idea of leaving our homes and dwelling in a sukkah, says Rav Alper, it's not the sukkah per se that reminds us of the Anani Akavod, but it's leaving that very secure, familiar, safe structure of our homes putting ourselves in a more exposed, vulnerable environment. And then hopefully, hopefully we can begin to remember and to appreciate, you know, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is always protecting me. He's always got my back. Says of Alper, that is the idea of Sukkos, according to the opinion of Rebbe Yezer, who says that a Sukkot is to remind us of the, the Anane HaKavod. You know, when we think about it, this idea seems to resonate, at least with me, when we think about what is the goal every time we daven. What, 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 are we, what are we trying to accomplish? And again, this is Sunday. On Sunday, we talk about why. Why do we daven? So one of the very basic and fundamental reasons why we daven is because we need to remind ourselves constantly that we rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that we are dependent on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is watching us and He is protecting us. And the whole idea that I can basically um, live my life from morning to evening completely ignoring all the somewhat obvious signs in my life that I am, in fact, the beneficiary of God's kindness, is, it's, quite, it's quite remarkable that I could literally convince myself, I got this, my health, yeah, I got it, my, 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 my parnasa, all the nachas, all the wonderful things I have going on in my life, yeah, I take it for granted. Sometimes it's only when we feel 
as if we are truly lacking in any one or several of those areas that we turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and we recognize our dependency. The goal of prayer, at least partially, is to detach ourselves from that, from that mistaken perspective, from that facade of sorts, that I've got this covered. I don't need him. And we remind ourselves that, in fact, we are completely dependent upon HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You know, the concept of lifnei Hashem, of being before Hashem, is an idea that we speak about from time to time, maybe maybe in various contexts. You've, you've heard that expression. To my knowledge, only twice in the Torah do we find that at a specific point in time, the Torah says, says that we are to feel lifnei Hashem. One of them is on Yom Kippur. We actually just recited that Pasuk again and again throughout the day of Yom Kippurim, lifnei Hashem Tataru. And the other time is in reference to Sukkis, usmachtem lifnei Hashem elokechem shivas yamim. That this is a time of year in which we are supposed to feel lifnei Hashem, which means that we are, I mean, it, it doesn't, not, doesn't really need to be explained, before God, that we feel His presence, we feel His proximity. It goes without saying that every time we daven, while it is not limited to a particular time of the year, it's not only on a specific time on the calendar, but every time we daven, the whole concept of Amida is Amida lifnei Hashem. This is what davening is all about. Davening is all about detaching ourselves from a mistaken worldview in which I feel completely independent, in which I feel that I don't need HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I don't rely on Him for anything, and be able to sort of correct that attitude by reminding myself how dependent I am, by reviewing all the things that I turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu to ask for, which is perhaps more than anything else, a reminder as to where it's coming from. You, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, are the, are the source for all that I have in my life. So the Torah directs us, specifically this time of year, Yom HaKippurim and through Sukkot, to experience this feeling of lifting Hashem by going into the Sukkot, whether they remind us of Sukkot Mamish or the Anani HaKavod, serve to facilitate that. But the truth of the matter is, this is just sort of a gateway of sorts to enable us to experience, to appreciate the feeling of lifting Hashem all throughout the year and when, specifically when we daven. I wouldn't say only when we daven. It would be wonderful if we can feel a sense of lifting Hashem at all times. We can always feel as if we are experiencing special Hashkacha Pratis. Uh, there's more to talk about over here, and these are ideas and themes that we, Bezrus Hashem, will come back to at later points because we must develop all of this more. But as we prepare on this day of Erev Sukkot for the glorious Yom Tov of Sukkot, and as we get ready to enter our Sukkot, and as we're going to sit in the Sukkot tonight and hopefully throughout the week, we're going to remind ourselves, why are we sitting here? So let's have both Kavanas in mind either to remind us of the Sukkos Mamish or the Anani Kavod, And you look around and say, where's the Anani Kavod? I don't see any clouds here. Look up. And when you see how exposed you are, when you feel that sense of vulnerability, when you feel a little, little less comfortable than you do in your own home, you remind yourself that I am protected by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that right now I am sitting Lifnei Hashem, and I have removed the Mechisos of the secure walls and ceiling of my house, which serve, unfortunately, sometimes to, to block that. Uh, they obstruct uh, the clarity that I need to experience life, which is truly a life of Lifnei Hashem. May we all be zochet to be inspired by the experience in the sukkah, and may it in, in, in infuse, hopefully, new meaning and an understanding uh, into every time we daven, every time we daven. Uh, I'm not going to be so radical as to say that every time we daven, we should imagine we're in a sukkah, but just understand and appreciate the alignment of these two themes and how our hopefully meaningful experience on the Yom Tov of Sukkis could really serve to inspire us, not only on Sukkis, but hopefully all throughout the year. Thank you so much. Wishing you a wonderful day and a Chag Sameach.